0: Good morning and welcome to Naples United Church of Christ on this back-to-school blessing Sunday. We are honored by your presence, no matter if you're joining us via live stream, Facebook live, or if you've downloaded the podcast later in the week. My name is Dawson Taylor, and I have the great privilege of serving as senior minister. And it is a little hard to believe that we are finally going back to school But we all know the reality of back to school this year is utterly and completely different. And so we are aware of the uniqueness of that. And so we're going to address that later in the service through our virtual back to school blessing also. So we're so glad that you are here. And again, we are blessed by your presence. Speaking of all the unique challenges of being back to school, I sat down with Dr. Leanne Badham, who is the director of Precious Cargo Academy, our early childhood learning center, and we had a wonderful conversation about what it means to be back to school, the challenges that Precious Cargo Academy has overcome to be able to be open this summer and what they are looking forward to this fall. And so I wanna invite you to hear some of that interview And of course, the full interview will be available on our website following worship today. But let's listen to a few things that Leanne had to share with us in her wisdom. Will you join your hearts with mine in prayer? Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, indeed, we continue to give you thanks for the gift of this day. And we ask, O God, that in this time of worship that you would speak either through me or in spite of me. But that above all else, we would hear with clarity what it is that you say to us this day. All of this we trust and we ask in your many names. Amen. One afternoon, a man went to see his doctor. And told him that he had not been feeling well for several weeks. The doctor did a thorough exam, left the room, and came back with three different kinds of pills. The doctor said take the green pill with a big glass of water when you wake up. Take the blue pill with a big glass of water when you eat lunch. And then just before going to bed, take the red pill with another big glass of water. Startled to be put on so much medicine at one time, the man began to stammer and said, wow, doctor, what's the diagnosis? The doctor replied, you're dehydrated. You're not drinking enough water. This morning's scripture reading is at the very end of a passage dealing with Paul's idea of being a living sacrifice. Paul writes earlier in the chapter that as living sacrifices, we're called to live a life holy and acceptable to God. This week is the Prescription on how to do just that. If we were talking about cooking, this would be the recipe. If we were talking about building, this would be the blueprint. But since we are talking about the great physician, this is our prescription for holiness. Our prescription for living a life that is holy and acceptable to God. A woman who lay dying asked her minister to visit her. Her emotional pain seemed almost greater than her physical pain. Everything seemed hopeless when the minister walked into the room. "'I'm lost,' she said. "'I've ruined my life and everyone around me. There's no hope anymore.'" The minister spotted a framed picture of a beautiful young woman on the dresser and asked, Who is this? The woman immediately brightened and said, That's my daughter, the one beautiful thing in my life. Would you help her if she were in trouble? asked the minister. No matter how many mistakes she had made, would you forgive her if she asked you to? Would you still love her, no matter what? Well, of course I would, the woman exclaimed. "How could you even ask that? The minister paused and explained because I want you to understand that God has a picture like this of you as well. My friends, we have reason to rejoice in hope. And that reason is rooted in a loving God who is like that loving parent, always eager to welcome us back home. I I know it's an older film, but it's still absolutely one of my favorites, and I don't know if you saw Pay It Forward. It was released in two thousand. In the film, the character Trevor McKinney, played by Haley Joel Osment, is an 11-year-old who lives in Las Vegas with his working-class mother, Arlene, a recovering alcoholic who is working two jobs to support her son and feels that it is a losing battle. Trevor is a quintessential latchkey kid who often must take care of himself. This seventh-grader's spirits are lifted when, on the first day of school, Eugene Simonette, played by Kevin Spacey, his new social studies teacher, gives the class an extra credit assignment. Think of an idea to change our world and put it into action. Whereas the rest of the class has trouble looking past the teacher's badly scarred face, Trevor realizes that he now has been given a moral adventure. The energetic and idealistic boy decides he will do a good deed for three people something that they can't do for themselves, and then he will ask each of them to pay it forward. By doing something similarly difficult, three big favors for three others. Trevor begins by helping out a homeless man, a heroin addict. He gives him lodging for a night, a chance to take a shower and some money so that he can get it together and look for a job. Now, Trevor's mother is unaware of the arrangement until she awakens one evening to find the homeless man working on her broken-down pickup truck. Holding the man at gunpoint, She tells him to explain himself, to show that he's telling the truth. He starts the truck and tells her about Trevor's kindness. He says this, Someone comes along like your son and gives me a leg up. I'll take it. I can't mess up again or I'll be dead. I'm just paying it forward. Quizzically, Trevor's mom asks, what's paying it forward? The next day, Trevor explains to his class his amazing plan of paying it forward. His teachers and his classmates are enthralled to explain. He draws a circle and explains, that's me. Underneath it, he draws three more circles and explains that's three other people i'm going to help them but it has to be something really big something they can't do for themselves so i do it for them and then they do it for three more people that's nine people and then nine lives turns into 27 as the movie continues paying it forward changes the lives of the rich the poor the homeless, and a prisoner. And I believe that it fulfills the prescription left to us by the Apostle Paul. While serving others, we serve God. It's not lost on me that in a week when Jerry and Becky Falwell face what appears to be the end of their public life and influence our reading says bless those who persecute you bless and do not curse them Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. As it was announced that Jerry Falwell Jr. had resigned as president and chancellor of Liberty University, there were many who rejoiced at that news, especially those in the LGBTQ plus community. Undoubtedly, the Falwell family has caused much pain and anguish for many in my community. But one also has to wonder about the depth of their pain, which has caused those actions. Not to mention the depth of their pain now. While I would never condone the public actions of Jerry Falwell Jr. or Sr., I also do not believe that their private decisions are any of my business. Nor do I believe that public shaming or basking in their downfall helps anyone. And speaking of pain, once again, our nation is faced with the deep and ever-present pain of violence against black men. This time, Jacob Blake was shot seven times in the back, in front of his three children. Details are still coming to light related to the circumstances And perhaps we may never know what truly happened. But what I do know is that according to a study released by the Brookings Institute this week, a black person is killed about every 40 hours in this nation by police, And black teenagers are 21 times more likely to be killed by police than white teenagers. There is clearly a systemic issue in our nation that must be addressed. And no, I do not believe that police officers are fundamentally bad people. Nor do I believe that defunding police departments is the answer. But I'm clear that there is a problem. And as people of faith, I also believe that we are the ones called to help find answers. Phillips Brooks once wrote Duty makes us do things well, but love makes us do them beautifully. So as I like to quip I'm a doctor I give advice all the time But rarely do people actually listen to it For that matter there are four other Doctors on the chancel with me today But none of us are dispensing medical advice Today I offer a final thought from the Apostle Paul. Rejoice in hope and serve the Lord. From that starting point, we can, like Trevor, become the people that God has created and asks us to be.